GM, GM, welcome to Web3 Academy, your one trusted source to capitalize on the next big phase of the internet. Don't get caught in the hype cycle. I'm Jay Bird, joined by guest host T-Pan, and we believe that crypto kicks are going to change the world. That's why we're carving a path for doers to confidently build and invest in Web3. T-Pan, what's up, my man? Welcome back to the show. Hey, hey, Jay, always a pleasure. Thanks for having me back. Excited to chat and go a little in depth in regards to what Artifact has been up to and their latest release that has arrived at the doorstep of many holders. Man, I'm stoked. So we heard uh, a few weeks ago that Artifact was finally ship- shipping crypto kicks. So these are physical sneakers that if you're an Artifact holder, you could forge your NFT and T-Pan will get you to explain a bit about that process in a second. And I thought I was like, who do I know? that might have <laughs> a pair of these sneaks. And boom, I hit up our resident sneaker head, T-Pan, and lo and behold, he he had a pair. I don't think he first had a pair a few weeks ago, but I asked you and you were like, yeah, it's coming in the mail. And now he's got the pair. And so we got him on the show so that we can chat all about this auto lacing tech and the app and all this really cool future shoe tech stuff, which is, yeah, just, I mean, got me really, really excited. So excited to dive into all that. Before we do, T-Pan, just give everybody a little bit of a brief intro of yourself, maybe a bit of your background. Yeah, sure thing. So background, have spent about a decade in growth marketing, performance marketing, marketing-related roles in tech. I'm based out in the Bay Area in California. Jumped into Web3 thanks to Dapper Labs and NBA Top Shot, like many different folks, got sucked in, realized there was, in my opinion, a lot more to this space than just the money that got me here and interested, but also just interested in regards to what I believe is sort of one of the next larger paradigms and emerging tech industries in this space. And it will impact many aspects of our lives, whether we know it or not. And in regards to where I'm spending my time now, I started off by writing my blog, Web3 with T-Pan. I still do that twice a week. It's a creative outlet of sorts and just a great place for me to share my observations, opinions, and thoughts. I work at Ethereum Foundation in a small team building out a product accelerator. I'll leave it at that, very early stages, but exciting and humbled to to work on building something new with the super smart folks there and also consulting and advising with different companies in the space because I really want to see this space flourish. So sort of all in and in a lot of ways. Amazing, amazing. Last time we had you on the show, I don't think you were at Ethereum Foundation yet. So congrats on that new role. Super excited for you with that. Hopefully. At some future point, we'll be able to have you on the show to talk about what you're building there. Very, very exciting. Okay, let's talk about this shoe. So just a a little bit of quick background. There is 5,000, I think it's not exactly 5,000, but it's about 5,000 of these shoes that have been shipped out to the artifacts holders who forged an NFT and as a result got these physical shoes in the mail. And this is, yeah, this is our first, our first look at them, I mean, I'm sure people have looked at them online, but T-Pen, you got them. What, what are they like? Yeah, I'll start off for the folks that might not be as familiar with Artifact and even how you might spell that. So it's like Artifact <laughs> as if you were on an archaeological dig and searching for historical artifacts. That's how you would pronounce it. And that might be what you think uh, it would be spelled as. However, it is spelled... Uh, you know, maybe more with the younger folks these days, much cooler. 
but R-T-F-K-T. So if maybe in some alternate future or in six months or something, you start seeing these cool-looking kids with their oversized clothing and, you know, loud whatever it might be, and on their feet is maybe a lightning bolt sort of logo combined with Nike or maybe not, and also with the word artifact spelled R-T-F-K-T, well, that's what we're talking about today. And this company has been around since 2021. They were an independent company with some really sharp folks on the creative side and also with a great eye and sort of skill set related to physically creating goods. And they created different models of sneakers, actually, independently, starting from really great 3D models and NFTs and then actually shipping that to their holders. They did collaborations with very famous artists in 2021. The sort of fandom around these group of builders and this brand started to grow organically along with the sort of bull cycle in 2021. And in December 2021, it was announced that they were acquired by Nike. So this is maybe we'll go into a little bit more depth later, but notable for a lot of reasons. It's Nike. You can imagine a company that's sort of creating and manufacturing their own shoes, getting a lot more potential firepower across the board in terms of support to maybe make this something bigger. So This is one of the brands under Nike. And Nike is not, let's say, the most generous with one who they acquire and the brands that they sort of openly claim are under their umbrella, right? There's only literally a few. Hurley, Converse, Jordan, and now Artifact, right? Nike itself is obviously a huge, huge, huge mega brand. So just something to take note of, even in their announcement, you know, standing side by side as a logo, with Jordan, not to mention all those other brands under Nike is quite notable. So there's something and and much more backstory there that I won't go into. And so over the past year or so, there have been multiple releases in terms of what has arrived in the hands of holders. Merch is a little easier. And this is associated with the NFT, their, their sort of Genesis NFT collection specific to a larger, broader base of holders called Clone X. So they're in Clone X, there is a trait called DNA. And with each DNA, there is sort of a different style. Rarity is attached because some DNAs, for example, Reptile, there is only, I believe, 60 um, of those. Versus, let's say, something like Human, there are over 10,000 approximately, about 10,000 of those. Very different sets of rarity associating to different things you can get. So over the past year, there's been merch associated with the DNA. There's been sneakers. More recently, there has been a collaboration that is still sort of pending shipping, should be actually in about a month or so, of Nike X Artifact. So that's a collaboration, Nike X Artifact Air Force Ones. So this is full on a Nike sort of model, one of the best selling shoes ever, but associated and collaborated with Artifact. And that's based on the different DNAs that we see. This one that we're going to be talking about today is called the Crypto Kicks IRL. IRL stands for in real life, and they are here in real life as well as on the blockchain. And this is a artifact specific shoe. There is no Nike branding. It's artifact branded, but probably with a fair amount of Nike tech, etc. Um, Kyle, uh, sorry, Jay. Oh my God. Uh, it's okay. Jay, Kyle's on vacay. 
Yeah. All right, Kyle, wherever you are, I'm sure you're listening to this too. This is addressed to you. But yeah, artifact branding. And you could see that there's some inspiration from the tech and also the design from Nike, but a lot of it definitely came from the team itself. It's very interesting, the branding part that you bring up. And I think we'll dive into that a little bit later of this one, as you said, is just artifact, but future ones are going to have Nike logos on them as well. And you know, obviously you throw a Nike logo on something, that's a massive deal. Yep. Uh, okay, so yep. let's take a look at the shoes and let's dive into the mobile app. And I want to talk about where this is going around you know, quests and move to earn. These shoes have an NFC chip in them. We'll explain what that does and how that relates to on-chain activity. And then we'll also talk about you know, how, how do people get a pair of these? If you want a pair of these, they're obviously very limited edition. We'll talk about all of that as well as Nike.swoosh integration. Uh, before we do, we're just going to take a minute to hear from our sponsor. Modern newsletters are built on Paragraph. That's right. Paragraph is a brand new newsletter platform that combines the best parts of Web 2 and Web 3 to supercharge newsletters for both writers and readers. Build a community, not just an audience. Paragraph uses blockchain tech to allow readers to collect and own the words that matter to them. This takes reading a newsletter to the next level. With Paragraph, readers can mint, collect, and show off quotes from their favorite newsletters. This opens new possibilities like creators sharing revenue with fans. I also love their new feature, Paragraph AI. This integrates GPT-4 natively in Paragraph to create, edit, and improve your writing effortlessly with one click. And guess what? We at Web3 Academy are on board and have already moved our content over to Paragraph. We believe this is the future of newsletters because of the profound engagement it creates between creators and fans. So whether you're a creator, writer, or an avid reader, it's time to check out Paragraph and capitalize on the opportunity of being early. Okay, welcome back. T-Pan, give us a look at these shoes. I know you got them next to you. Are they on your feet? Or where are they? <laughs> I have a standing desk, so I think it'd be pretty hard for me to bring my foot all the way up here, sell our feet. So <laughs> you got all flexible? But unfortunately not, I guess. But these are it. I have the blackouts. So these are a little cleaner in regards to the color. They are pretty much all black. You see some teal or I, I'm not sure what the proper color is, so I don't want to misspeak here. But what else you can notice is there is, you know, this sort of what typically might be like an air sole area, but this isn't because there's actually lights here. I'll turn it on in a second. You so can for, for our listeners here that can't see, mm -hmm. like this looks like a regular running shoe to me, right? It's a very stylish black regular running shoe from like, you know, at a quick look, right? But then yeah, there's, there's no laces. That's a little generous. I, okay, okay. I think what's noticeable is there's no laces for sure. Yeah, looking from the front, just what typically would be a lot of laces and what you would see there. It's just more almost like sort of Velcro or pseudo Velcro. It's obviously not Velcro, but like it's almost like if there weren't strings here or a motor, you could just rip it off, right? And there's right. like shoes that look a little bit more like that or like a slip on, right? Those are obviously getting a lot more popular these days. Mm -hmm. Mules, slides, etc. And looking closer, you could see that there is arguably some version of lacing, but it's not like a typical shoelace. You sort of see almost a couple of threads, which is mm -hmm. the mechanic in which you would tighten the quote unquote 
laceless, laceless. Sort of looks like a here. like a wire almost. Like it looks yes. like a really like uh, yes. That would be the term I would use. Really more, yeah, more, I think wire. you're right. More a wire than a thread. It's not. It doesn't feel like metal or anything. But no. it, it's thinner. It seems a little bit more resilient than a lace for its purpose. And back to your comment, these do look like you know do these just look like regular sneakers. Yes and no. I think yes, because it's clear that these are sneakers, uh, has all the components of a sneaker minus a traditional shoelace. But there isn't exactly any silhouette that looks like this. It's more like a basketball sneaker. Probably. It kind of looks in between a basketball and a running shoe. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of both. But also you're like, okay, well, you know, what's this thing in the front? <laughs> you know, what's going on? The back has some ridges that's a little <laughs> loud. And I think with the blackout, it is a little quieter to say than there's there's a color called the Space Matter. Basically, the galaxy was printed on a shoe a little bit. It's got a lot more of the purple hues, got a little bit more of the, you know, star looking components, let's say. And that would definitely catch more eyes. And also probably for the people that notice, they'd be like, wait a second, that's not your average shoe. What's going on? So it, it definitely has some thoughtfulness that isn't completely wild and out there. It's not like for anyone that might recall the name or what it looks like, the sort of Crocs looking boots by Mischief, those big red ones that became memes and people just bought them for the cloud for like thousands of dollars. Not like that, right? It catches eyes, but it's not like, okay, this is like, I'm going to post this on Instagram and like turn this into a meme. Not quite that. And it, it, that's one of the, the points. And I think why I say it looks like a regular shoe is not to downplay it, more to highlight that it's a, a nice looking shoe, not a like exactly what you said, a, a mischief or I'm not a sneakerhead or a Yeezy or something, which like to me are just like very ugly and not even comfortable. Like this looks more, the things that stand out are really the tech. So you got the auto lacing, the light, the motor, I think you showed us is in the bottom. What, what's it like to, to put these things on? Are they comfortable? Yeah. Let me first turn on the lights. Let me and maybe see if you can hear it. But you can see the lights. It vibrates as well. So you obviously can't see or hear it, but it vibrates when it's charging. It's vibrating when you know you hold the buttons. There's this lighting mechanism. So this is separate from the actual motor, right? This is like when you were a kid getting <laughs> light up shoes a little bit. And the point of this is you have different quote unquote light packs that either match your shoe or can just be whatever you're feeling. So that's that's a fun little feature. I wouldn't say it's the feature, definitely not the feature. I think to different folks, and again, to be clear, I'm an Artifact fan, really, really, obviously, I, I bought a pair of these, have many other pairs of sneakers coming. I think to some people, it could be tacky. It's like sort of, you know, fun. But also, if you're just like, well, you wouldn't wear this probably to a business meeting, but I think you guys get the point where it's just like, yeah, light up shoes, like no one really out there wears that unless you're like a kid, right? And that's cool. So it, right time, right place a little bit more. It's not like you just wear this literally to everything while like maybe an Air Force One, you can wear it at business meetings. You wear it to, a, you know, sneakers are worn at weddings now for like bride and groom, right? If they're into that. But yeah, to, to the point of the app, a little context here about the app, it actually... The first version released about a month ago, I want to say, based on uh, some light research I did. And without much fanfare, because I think intentionally Artifact is just slow playing this. 
even if you down the app, I think for a very, very large majority of people or for anyone that doesn't have a pair of sneakers coming soon or maybe arrived at the doorstep recently, you can't do anything with it. You can see, I mean, not to say that you can't explore what's going on, but it's somewhat limited in terms of capability. But they say the purpose of this app is to connect to the yes. shoe. Yes. Manage, you know, connect your wallet, show that you have the NFT, and then manage the shoe as a result of your ownership of the NFT. Does it, is that how it works? Explain to us sort of like the process. Yeah, elements of that. So primarily it's for people who own artifact NFTs or collectibles, physical or digital. But I think there is a large component of the app for the physical owners because that's where you can either manually on the shoe itself. So showing it again, there's two buttons here that I was pressing earlier. One's a plus, one's a minus used for syncing the sneaker used for manually tightening or loosening the sneaker but it's connected if it's connected to the app if and when it's connected to the app you're able to control it from there with the different fits and you can have different modes you can have multiple modes so default what they have is something called active mode so it should be a little tighter because you might be running jumping etc playing basketball zen which is more relaxed fit right you're just like hanging out with friends sitting down working whatever so that's typically less tight and then you have the the third default is the unlace so it goes to zero right in terms of tightness and you take those shoes off the other tab is called is for lighting so i mentioned the light packs things like that that presets i do wonder if in the future they will allow for customized light packs which would be interesting for the creator community as well as just individuals to do whatever they want the third tab is sort of their news and notifications hub. So it has new drops, it has general artifact news, has upcoming app features. And in particular, that's probably the thing that caught my eye the most in the app, where there's a, an image and also text saying that there was the IRL Quest leaderboard. The first IRL Quest is coming. And the image is basically an image of one of these sneakers. Let me see if I can show on here. So so this is the space matter. So you can see it's a lot more colorful. You see some just louder colors there, but still predominantly black or darker. But then it shows like first, second, third place, a leaderboard, and also like in, in this case, 45,309 steps as an example. So there's going to be a lot more coming in regards to what you can do in the app associated with the shoe. And then the last tab here is your inventory tab, which is connected to your artifact account. So showing all your artifact related digital collectibles and NFTs. And I have a good amount since I've been there since earlier days and have purchased or forged a good amount of things. But it's cool to see a more closed manner in which all your artifact related collection shows up in this app and is associated with you, not just on something like OpenSea. Etc. So that's a brief overview of the app and what it looks like. Yes. Yeah, so we've got a whole bunch of different techs at play here. This new shoe tech around auto lacing lighting isn't really new shoe tech. It's been in kids' shoes for a long time, but we've got these lights that uh, maybe there's some new tech in there. I'm not sure the background on that. We have this motor. We haven't really seen shoes with a motor before. That's new. The way that they charge they've got this you think a pad that you put them on. Mm -hmm. so all this new like hardware tech around the shoe which is cool and interesting but i don't necessarily think yeah, that's fun but it's not going to lead we're not going to all of a sudden have millions of people go out and buy yeah. auto lacing shoes right like we all have shoes we're happy with them 
what is really? more interesting to us and you know web3 academy and the crypto world is the integration with nfts which gets more into the quest side so let's just chat a little bit about where we see that going what that could look like because basically so maybe actually let's step back for a second can you just quickly explain how forging works tpan yep. and how totally. you actually got these shoes yep totally and real quick here's the charger so by the way USB-C so hey Apple you know just switching <laughs> to USB-C you could like this is all interoperable oh whoa but yeah pretty flat you know pretty nifty very portable so anyone people that want to rock their shoes around the world are uh, pretty nifty and yeah you just similar to actually charging your iPhone or whatever the device might be wirelessly similar fashion here you put the sneakers on and it just detects it and it charges so that's pretty cool so wireless charging there yeah starting with forging so historically so far this may change so we'll see but artifact has a forging concept with its digital to physical redemption is one way to put it but initially you need to purchase a nft that is regarded as a pre-forged nft right or, or digital collectible so you need to purchase first Effectively, it's a version of pre-purchasing, but also I think what pre-forging as that state allows is you can uh, buy and sell that before any of the further next steps, which is actually sort of nice now that I'm talking out loud and thinking about it. Like, why is there this pre-forged step versus what I'll talk about in a second forged step? It actually creates that ability to buy and sell on secondary market before the forging step which historically comes, you know, anywhere from several weeks to a few months later. But those timelines may change as they sort of tighten up production timelines or general go-to-market timelines. You basically redeem that item or digital collectible or NFT for the physical that arrives at a certain um, uh, time later. And by redeeming that or forging it, you need to provide your address, all that fun stuff, right? So pre-forging allows for that window to get more if you're limited or other things like that. And then forging means like, hey, you put in your address, it's going to come to this address and in X amount of time. So there have been three collections specific to the sneakers that have reached the pre-forged, uh, sorry, two sets of sneakers under this sort of larger audience for Artifact that have reached that pre-forged and forged state. So one is what we're talking about today with CryptoKicks IRL, and the second being the Artifact Nike Air Force ones that I also mentioned. There is a third. It, there has been a sneak peek on social media. It is called the Artifact Nike Dunk Genesis. So that will have Nike branding co-branded with Artifact. And that is based on, for anyone that is into the sneaker world, based on the Nike Dunks, also very, very popular silhouette and model, but you know, in the Artifact fashion. So that is not released yet. There's no pre-forge yet, but they've shared sneak peeks that will be out soon, whatever that might mean, probably in months, maybe in a couple or something like that. Yeah, so this forging as a concept is so... It's really just we're adding another step to purchasing a physical item by saying, okay, you're going to purchase a, a digital item first. You can sell it on secondary, which as you said, T-Pen is very useful. 
it's a much easier way than, you know, selling a, a physical item on secondary is much more difficult. But I just think like any brand that sells a physical item, especially limited edition ones, I'm not talking about like, you know, Gildan t-shirts here or some mass market brand. It makes no sense to do it digital first. But if you are any brand that sells a physical item, like this is a simple way that you should be looking at blockchain and using blockchain. If you're a, a, a vineyard and you produce wine every year, well, look at selling a digital first and then they can redeem. This gets to this whole redeemables category that mm-hmm. a lot of yep. people are focused on, right? So yep. don't necessarily want to dive too deep down that, but I do think that that is a great use case for blockchain that is only now sort of coming to light and being experimented on more yes. and more. I uh, like Ledger did this as well with their yes. with Stacks. You didn't buy the physical version of Stacks. You bought an NFT and then you redeem it for the physical version, and it allowed them to actually predict demand before, which I think is another great thing about this. If you're producing a physical item, you can sell the digital and then worry about producing it so long as obviously you can produce it in a timely enough manner. Okay. So then the the shoe itself comes to so you, you, you forge the NFT, you get the shoe itself in the mail. The shoe has an NFC chip in it. Let's just chat about that. But I know that they yeah. call it the world merging chip and they have their own branding for what does that allow how does that work yeah and add a little bit more color to what you're saying this is an nfc chip at its bare bones right our phones have an nfc chip uh regardless of what phone you have lots of different physical products have that with credit cards it's not necessarily actually i could be wrong i might be misspeaking so correct me or, or let me know if you know jay but like credit cards you can tap to pay right maybe not the exact same thing maybe it's rfid not entirely sure but like there's sort of tapping functionality. You could do the same with phones. You could share contacts, all that fun stuff. You could do that with physical apparel now, right? And this, it's not like Artifact made this up and we're the first to ever do that. That has been a novel and sort of very like edge case concept, but you can add something into your clothing or the jacket I'm wearing or the t-shirt I'm wearing. And they're actually doing that and have done that. They've done that actually with their merch they ship right in the jackets the pants the t-shirts not the hats not the socks right that's a little clunky probably makes sense (laughs) to not do that but like all the other merch as well so just note that artifact has more plans likely in mind in regards to everything that they ship out with this world merging chip they branded it as world merging chip which is pretty cool wm chip you you can sort of visualize a little bit of what they're trying to do with this chip it's not just a standard nfc chip credit card does have an nfc chip okay so nfc right it it actually says uh, i just looked it up quickly apparently both are used in a credit card so i don't know if that means both are used in all credit cards or if you know certain credit card companies pick one but i the point there is though, like that just shows how small an NFC chip is, right? It's and also, small. yeah, it not only is it small, but like this concept exists, right? Like on a shoe, that's one thing, but the right. concept in terms of your day to day life, whether you use it or not, as well, right? It's on your phone, tap to pay. It's on your mm-hmm. credit cards or debit cards or whatever, tap to pay. It's existed in many different ways, so I think that's important to understand. And it's not like, oh, this came out of nowhere. Like, this is so dumb. Where it, it is novel. Like, let's be real. And it takes time. To <laughs> Wait, why would I scan something on my T-shirt? Right? Yeah, it was good. And there's, thank you. That's my, you know, yes, it exists. But 
Not in a shoe, not in a t-shirt. Why do we- All right, let's get into that. In a shoe and t-shirt. Where does that go? Yeah, so let's start with what clearly, for for a fact, Artifact is doing specifically with their app and also this first shipment of sneakers, unlikely what's coming. So the best example is the IRL quest that they have. So supply is 5,993 for this whole uh, silhouette of sneakers, let's say, right? Four different colorways. So those supply differ, but in total for this IRL sneaker is 5,993. If you know anything about this space, let's just say not everyone is going to open up the box and wear it. There are plenty of people. I did not have the foresight at the time to purchase multiple, but if I did, I would do the same is I would do something called like rock one, stock one, right? I just put one in the closet. I have this with other sneakers. I will do this with the next shipment of Air Force ones coming myself. But, you know, 5,993 means in total, either in circulation, just like NFTs too, right? People vaulted, Mm -hmm. right? They don't touch it. They leave it there. So same thing here, right? So let's just say in half, about 3,000 may be like actually worn, open, et cetera. So with what happens here with the NFC chip, when I did this over the weekend, you scan or you, you hold your phone close to the sneaker, you pair it. So authenticates and verifies that your app and your phone is associated with this pair of sneakers. And then you're able to do the customization on the lacing, the lighting, et cetera. But also in the future, when the feature comes out, when you take steps, and there might be pairing with the health app and other things, when you take steps, that will show up and be associated with your sneaker and also your phone, right? Or maybe, I'm not sure about this, but maybe there is some very rudimentary step counter in the sneaker, which is arguably even better so to say, then an iWatch or something like that, because it's on your feet versus me moving my hands. So when we think about NFC, it gets interesting because the very obvious use case, or again, already illustrated and will happen, not sure exactly when, is quests, right? So you can go different places, take steps, and there might be rewards and whatever it might be, more merch, sneakers, something specific to the artifact ecosystem they haven't introduced yet. Who knows? Maybe it's just cloud you're able to have these integrated experiences and just, you know, extrapolating a bit here, whether it's Nike or Adidas, Puma, et cetera, they haven't had this integrated app experience before tying your direct activity. I'm saying specifically direct activity because Nike has a portfolio of apps. They've done an amazing job of their digital strategy, but like they have fitness apps, things like that. You could like, you know, connect your activity. They know what you're doing. But it's not like you're wearing a pair of Nike shorts and they know that you're wearing the pair of Nike shorts and you're working out, let's say, at home or outside or at a Nike store. This gets a little interesting, right? So I could be wearing my crypto kicks or maybe in the future just a pair of Nike shoes, right? Let's extrapolate a bit out, hypothetical to be clear. But let's say I go to a Nike store. If I'm wearing my Nikes at the Nike store, maybe I get an extra 3% off my purchase. Why not? Right. I'm not saying like, why? Well, like, hey, it's for branding purposes. It's to encourage and incentivize you to not only purchase the thing, but use the thing you purchase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as a result, maybe you get a bonus there. Right. And this is a very early version of showing what happens when you sort of, quote unquote, just connect. Right. So now my app and to a degree artifact knows what I'm doing and how much I'm doing with my sneaker. Right. I mean, yes, maybe I could walk 100,000 steps in two days at home, right? But one, I'm still wearing it. 
But real, more realistically, if there's 100,000 steps taken in two days, I'm probably outside. And that probably means someone else is also, or many other people are seeing what I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. right? And now that could extrapolate to, I already talked about the Nike retail store potential experience. Maybe I go to an artifact event halfway around the world. I'm wearing my artifact sneakers. Maybe I could scan it. Or maybe there is some way for them to identify from geolocation that I'm at this specific event during this time period that's art- that's an artifact event. Maybe I get some bonus. Maybe they note that and then in the future they airdrop something or reward me with something or there's a token gated access that they mark, whether it's through a metadata trait, whether it's through something else that they identify and they're like, hey, we know you are here and we also know you've taken 100,000 steps wearing our sneakers in the past month and we want to give you or give you access or something just as a little thank you right so when you think about engagement loyalty actually literally walking the talk this gets interesting purchasing (laughs) a shoe doesn't mean you're wearing it right and by wearing a sneaker sneakers have logos it's an ad at the end of the day brands wearing a brand and for the record wearing this right (laughs) T fans wearing a Nike jacket. Yeah, there's stylish yeah, Nike, Nike jacket, jacket yeah, I might add you. for those listening. It's a little bit, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> but like, what do you get for that? Right. I already paid you. And that's okay. This is a new paradigm, right? But it gets sort of interesting. Like, I'm a walking ad for Nike right now. I, yeah. I'm wearing Adidas on my feet. Oh, what? We can't see. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, those, those are just like my comfy indoor sneakers. <laughs> it's outside, but I'm just out, I, I'm outing myself. Okay. Last example here that gets interesting. What happens, right? I talked about their merch, artifact merch, also having the NFC chip. What if I'm wearing an artifact t-shirt, also the jacket, maybe pants, and some sort of artifact sneaker? Maybe I get a bonus multiplier. Maybe that gets all scanned and something else fun happens over time, mm-hmm. right? Maybe it's at a Nike store. Maybe it's at an artifact event. Maybe it's just out in the open. And this is all interconnected and noted, right? Yes, I had to do more scanning. Maybe if I do a full-on fit, I need to have that verified somehow. But you might get something for that, right? And again, it goes back to loyalty. It goes back into engagement, not just transactional loyalty. This goes into experiential or sort of action-oriented loyalty, right? Mm -hmm. So this gets really interesting. And I think that's what gets me excited about what will happen in the future uh, in terms of that minimum following and to a degree participating, but also what that means for other companies, other brands, the future of interaction directly, indirectly, the future of loyalty in regards to transactional, experiential, and in regards to actually sort of walking that talk, which Mm -hmm. gets very interesting as well, because there's a lot of different ways to show that loyalty. And I think expressing it in the existing passive way is sort of established as like just the way it is. What does it look like in the future, especially with apparel and brands? How can you verify that? Hey, I, this is my favorite shirt. I wear this every day or like I wash it every week, but I wear at least one day a week. That's very, very valuable versus even more valuable than just purchasing that 20 or $30 shirt, right? So I think this is very interesting in terms of its implications in the future. It's amazing to see so many different techs coming together here and i think to me there's two main there's the nfc chip which as you said enables you to as a brand to recognize your customer for basically wearing your brand 
somewhere where you want to activate with them or engage with them, whether it be in the store, whether it be at an event, you know, you can sort of see this down the road that there will be more, I can imagine like basically like a, a little NFC unit that you walk up to and you scan your shirt or you scan your shoe and, you know, maybe you get some sort of reward or some sort of loyalty points mm-hmm. or something for that. Right. And then there's also the shoe itself which tracks steps, which gives arguably more true data on your steps and also gives data to Nike, which is very valuable. Like right now, if any brand wants to collect data on us, basically a day-to-day basis, they have to build an app and go through an app. That's like the only way they can get that data, especially if it's like fitness related, but really like any any data that they want from us on a regular basis. Like our phone is the only piece of hardware that we have with us at all times. Whereas now what we're saying is maybe there's more hardware in the rest of this stuff that we have on our body, which gives more true data. And we all know that data is so valuable to businesses. I can only imagine what Nike and I like to say Nike versus Artifact only because totally. the potential feels way bigger, right? Now, obviously, they're just experimenting right now with Artifact, but you can bet that if this works and Nike goes, oh my gosh, look at all the data that Artifact got about how many steps these people take when they were, oh, they only wear the shoes you know, in the evening or, oh, they, most people wear them running. Like, okay, like that is such valuable or people don't wear them at all. They're just sitting being stocked because- We've made too much of a limited supply. And so, okay, we have more potential. Like all this data is so, so relevant to brands. And then, of course, we have blockchain, which is the piece that allows this NFC chip to be verified, attached to T-Pan's identity, and then Mm -hmm. maybe reward him with something on-chain or to track all of this stuff on-chain in a mutable way. It is so exciting to see. And it's so early, right? Like that's the amazing thing is like, I feel people don't even necessarily realize, I, you know, if a year ago you had said to me, there'd be an NFC chip in my t-shirt, I'd be like, what are you talking about, T-Pan? Like, yeah. what, why would that be there? But now it feels more and more like we're headed in that direction. I think one thing is NFC chips are very low cost. And so people need to recognize that. Like I think it's very quick to be like, why, why would a manufacturer pay to put a chip and a t-shirt. Well, they're actually incredibly low cost. And two is there, we're now at a point where we can do, because of blockchain, we can do more with an NFC chip than we could, you know, in the past. Most definitely agree with all the points and implications. And I think you put it very well. And we're talking about, you mentioned this earlier, lower supply collections or items for this specific collection, less than 6,000. I think when you Which extrapolate is this, nothing, right? It, yeah. For anyone that is unfamiliar with the sneaker space, less than 6,000 or anything less than five digits, even sometimes less than six, depending on what the thing is, is very, very low. Like very low. I already mentioned to you, there are people, I would be one of these people, again, only ordered one and set out open this. I'm opening it. It's not... It's <laughs> like, why did I say it? Yeah, it's not. Uh, the term is called dead stock. So it's not dead stock anymore. It's worn. This has lost a lot of value, just like driving the car off the lot or, you know, a diamond that is now, you know, has been purchased, but it's okay for the culture. And also I, I should be using this, but it's very low. There will only be so much in circulation. I would say, I think you can purchase these on eBay. You can't purchase this really anywhere else. Yeah, because keep in mind, but, these are shit. people... 
can people buy these? Like how so you can how, still purchase the NFT, right? But it's been forged. So it's not like is there purchase. any that haven't been forged, maybe? Or is so, it been forged? Yeah. So there's also unforged ones, but that period has passed. Right? Oh, so if you bought an unforged so one, it doesn't even matter. Forge it. You can't. Yeah, it doesn't oh, even matter. Okay. Right. So this is actually true with the artifact Air Force Ones. Like you still get the digital collectible, and there's probably interoperability in the future where you could still wear these, you know, around the metaverse or whatever the use case or maybe a future integrated video game or something but like that's that and there is the connection between digital physical and digital but you could also just purchase physical not caring about anything with like nfc chip or whatever let's say i'm just someone that really likes a sneaker and also know it's knows it's really rare and just don't care about any tech you could do that too right so you sort of get this sort of combination permutation aspect where like you might initially come for the digital and realize like, hey, I really like the physical too. And you like both or you just like one or you came for the physical. You don't care about the digital, but maybe a year later you finally maybe things are more mainstream and you're like, wait, this pair of sneakers. I remember hearing about it, but like I didn't care for it. And now it's just like I could enter this whole cool, interesting ecosystem that that is artifact and like participate because I have the physical to a degree. Right. But then you don't have the digital. You might need to chase for that. Or maybe there's some bonus that you get. Who knows? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of different ways to sort of onboard different folks, you know, into this world and ecosystem, regardless of their preference. Right. And it's okay if it's just one or both or the other. You came first for one or the other, which is notable. The last thing I want to say is expanding beyond Nike and Artifact. And we already see this in bits and spurts, especially if it comes more into luxury, is authentication. Right. You're talking about the price of NFC chip being very low and especially relative to let's say a five thousand dollar handbag as an example mm. that's nothing to just know that and to even prove in the right situation that this louis vuitton this chanel handbag is the real deal and like i could verify it to you or to a friend who's make, cracking a joke at me on the spot <laughs> and they're like oh whoa what's this it's just like yep it's real man and again it's jarring it's a little different but it will get to a degree where we are in a world, right, where, you know, the term misinformation is used a lot and there is a lot, right? But how do you verify? How do you authenticate? And at least with physical goods, there is this future that is pretty clear that you can more or less black and white be like, this is real. This is provably and verifiably authentic. And I think that is a very, very powerful concept. Yeah, incredibly powerful. Breitling, the watch company, probably a year ago that I saw this, but they made a deck where they talked about how they were offering, they put an NFC chip in every one of their watches and they offered you to be able to uh, set up a wallet and join their clubs. They're starting a loyalty program. But the main thing was you could authenticate the watch. And they had like over 200,000 people who had purchased watches in this like three month period uh, who had authenticated it on chain. So that is already happening in big ways. Okay. Before we wrap here, I just want to get final thoughts, T-Pan. Integration with Nike.swoosh, where does this go? Great question. Unclear. It could be a deeper actual brand integration. My gut tells me it's more, and historically there's been various signs of this artifact is more almost like the test and iterate arm mm -hmm. of Nike. So for example, artifact came first, so a lot of interesting stuff. Then Nike launched the .swoosh platform. They launched NFTs. They didn't call it that. They just call it, you know, virtual sneakers, things like that. I think the integration will be more indirect at first. And I think in the future it could be direct, but it's more watching and learning what's going on 
the data that they gather to your point and sort of just interest from audiences. And then applying some of those learnings, maybe in a slightly diluted fashion, maybe just one-to-one, we'll see. But then applying that to their audience with eventual integration is sort of my gut and my take, just because different audiences, different propensity to be open to these types of things. But do not think there is like inconsistent communication or like they don't talk to each other. They work very close to together. It's been publicly stated that not like in a like the traditional way or like the way I think about from like a business standpoint or external party, but Artifact advises Nike, like more in an internal advisory fashion, mm-hmm. right? Not like, hey, I get paid, but they're owned by Nike and Nike has large implications for the direction that the larger brand and company and even space is going. So they work very closely together. And I think that it's difficult to speculate exactly what will happen, but I think it is very clear that Nike sees that the future is on chain. They see that the future is to adapt to using these new forms of tech. And they bought Artifact for a billion dollars purely to go test that and figure that out. And look, here we are and it's happening and it's working. So really exciting to see T-Pan. Thanks for joining the show again and for showing us your new kicks. Next time we see each other in person, I hope you're wearing them so you can show me the auto lacing and all that cool stuff. My pleasure. We'll see if it's the right situation, but uh, I'll get to wearing them outside first in general, and then we'll see. You're not even worried, right? Because you don't want to... I, I just opened them up over the weekend, so... Uh, <laughs> I love... Uh, heads are so funny. Inside. Gotta gotta do that first, <laughs> and just, you know... Well, once the first quest good. comes out, then maybe you'll wear them, because then, you know, you can go on the quest. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for listening in, everybody. Don't think you can go out and buy your own artifact shoes quite yet. Although as T-Pan said, you could go buy an unforged version. If you want to do that, make sure you let us know. Drop us a note in the show notes because we'd love to hear your experience. T-Pan, until next time, wish you all the best. We'll talk to you again soon. Chat soon. Thank you. Cheers, everybody. Thank you for listening to Web3 Academy, your one trusted source to capitalize on the next big phase of the internet. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and subscribe or follow so that you don't miss the next one. While you're at it, there's a link in the description for our free newsletter where we provide timely and relevant Web3 insights so you can confidently build and invest in Web3. Make sure to subscribe today. One final note. This podcast is for educational purposes only and nothing we say is financial advice. Crypto and Web3 are risky and you should never invest more than you're willing to lose. Thank you, friends, and see you in the next one.